0: Here are some details of this week's programmes on radio and television. Tonight, the House of Commons Amateur Operatic Society will be doing Mr. Mercado. (laughs) And finally,
1: in holiday hour, there'll be a talk entitled Sicily, given by Jack Halbert. (laughs)
2: Meanwhile, for those of you who are more easily pleased, here's 30 minutes of whimsical muck as we take (laughs) you round the hall. (laughs) Stories so far. Swaggering, gold-toothed buccaneer Betty Marsden. (laughs) He of the barrel chest and eyes like bungholes. (laughs) Sat idly tying a granny knot in his granny. Played by sweet, lavender-smelling Bill Pertwee. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the poop deck, leggy, voluptuous Bolivian heiress Kenneth Williams <laughs> struggled for control of the wheel with mad bosun, black Hugh paddock, scourge of the Spanish main, and none too popular in Hounslow. <laughs> Where in an ivy-covered old cottage sat his ivy-covered old mum wringing her hands through the mangle and crooning to herself over and over again the words. My name's Kenneth Hall. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Round
3: the Horn. That was Dr. Smith, who police believe can help them with their inquiries.
4: <laughs> he
3: appears by permission of the YMCA. <laughs> Tel Aviv. <laughs> Now the answers to last week's quiz. Question one, the collective nouns. Well, of course, it's a pride of lions, a covey of baked beans, and a herd of Edwin Braden. Now, most of you have got a pride of lions, and a few of you had a covey of baked beans, but none of you had heard of Edwin Braden.
1: I have, great airy fool.
3: Well, now, the answer to question two, the what-do-you-do-with-it question, well, of
4: of course, the
3: answer is you stuff it with either kapok or feathers, and not with sage and onion. Now, I would have accepted down, but on no account up. We come to the section of the show where we invite minorities to air their views. This week we are honored by a return state visit of the man who is self appointed head of an autonomous kingdom within Great Britain, Mr. Um, um,
1: Grant, Grant Fatuck. <laughs> King King Grantfater of Pismoldia.
3: Yes. Peas Which I believe consists yes. of railway sidings Hoxton and up as far as Buttermold Street as the park.
1: That's right. That is my kingdom, yes. Uh, the holy Pismoldian Empire. Holy? Holy, yes, yes. You see, the Empire is wholly my own idea. You <laughs> see, I have the voices. They speak to me, you know, they tell me things. Go forth, grunt fattuk, they said. Go forth, grunt fattuk, my child, they said. Go forth they did. They said, go forth and claim thy rightful inheritance. And they added, P.S. my child, and while you're out, get us an ounce of shag. <laughs>
3: Like uh, Joan of Arc.
1: Yes, Joan No, no, they prefer old Obson's curly cut. <laughs> so I did gird up my loins and go forth up the high street, proclaiming myself as a king.
3: And how uh, did people respond to this?
1: Oh, uh, very gratifying, considering one woman gave me a shilling. Oh. <laughs> and now you claim you're king? Yes, I even issue my own coinage. Yes, yeah. look, this is a peas moldian penny piece. Notice my likeness on the front. See what it says? Yeah. Grunt Rexus Peasus <laughs> Om ind, Imp D-D. It's Latin, you know. I see. That's Latin.
3: Yes, and I translated, think. that means Grunt King of all Peas Moldier. R- 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 now, uh, Ind, ind imp. imp.
1: Emperor of India? Yes, that's the pub in in <laughs> The Molder Street. And what's the D-D for? A drunken disorder. <laughs> Uh, ladies, you see that lady? Uh, yeah. That lady depicted at my side is uh, Royal Highness, my gracious good lady, wife, Queen of all Peas Mould, She's here with me. I'll summon her Worshipful Majesty to come forth. I Oi, kipper feet!
5: <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Come here. Stop scratching yourself. Come <laughs> over here. Meet Mr. Orn.
5: Hello, cheeky face. <laughs> oh, yes.
1: I told you not to say that when you meet strangers. Say what I taught you, Buttercup. We are graciously pleased to grant you an audience. You uh, may address her now. She's given you leave. We'll wave the kissing of her hand, seeing as how grubby it is. <laughs> well,
3: quite now. Tell me, uh, King. Uh, King uh...
1: Grunt Futterc. Grunt Futterc is. It's 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 double-barreled. You see, my grandfather was a grunt from the Rotheray's grunts, and he married an Oxton LAUGHTER so liking two great houses ah, you. one.
3: Yes, now, very interesting indeed. This now, is interesting. It is, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> now, before you go, yes. which I hope is any moment now, um, <laughs> would you like to broadcast a message to your loyal subjects?
1: No, because we are all assembled here, to wit, the wife and me. Anyway, we must away now, because royal duties oppression besides the royal horse and cart have harked on a metre.
5: Oh, oh say, cup.
1: I watch put, it. Put your cap on, we're going.
3: And what a majestic couple they make. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, I suppose they're part of life's rich tapestry... The moth eaten part. Now, Smith, Smith, stop picking crumbs out of Edwin Braden's moustache and introduce the next item.
2: Certainly, sir. And now, episode three, count them three, of Kenneth Horne, Master Spy. This week, from Russia with love. And kind regards to Auntie Mabel, the twins, and all at number three. <laughs>
3: It all began in the luxuriously appointed stateroom of my twin screw diesel driven private rubber duck moored in Cannes Harbor.
4: <laughs> I
3: was relaxing after a case. Suddenly the phone rang. And as I answered it, my face became an impassive mask cut off the back of a cereal packet. <laughs> Hello? Yogi Bear speaking.
2: You can drop the disguise, Horn. This is Havistrap here. I've got Brown Horrocks on my extension. Well, that's your problem. No, Colonel Brown Horrocks, intelligence. He wants to speak to you.
0: A oh, Horn? Yes, sir? Look, Horn, something nasty's come up. I've. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've had the PM on my neck all morning. Well, put a poultice on it. It'll soon go down. Get back to London immediately. There's a music link leaving in two seconds. Be on it.
3: Blast. Missed it. I'll have to ch- chart on a private
0: sound effect. Any sign of horn, Miss Golightly?
5: It's hard to see from here. Well,
0: get off my lap and look out of the window.
5: Coconut shells drawing up. <laughs> Someone's getting
0: off. Y- yes, sir, yes. It's Horn. Ah, Horn. Ah, Brown Horrocks. Ah. You must be worn out after your journey. Care for a spot of lunch? Uh, yes, sir. Oh, good. There's one on my lapel. Scrape it off. <laughs> <that's right. laughs> Enough of that and out of business. Since you've been away, there's been an extraordinary outbreak of tooth. Truth? Truth, yes. All sorts of people in all walks of life have suddenly started telling the truth. If it spreads any further, it could mean the end of the British way of life. I want you to listen to this. It's a recording taken from the radio. A report of a society wedding by a well-known commentator.
1: I'm standing here in the freezing cold outside St. Bottle's, Westminster, with an unctuous grin on my face, preparing to give you snobs at home, details of yet another dreary society wedding between Daphne, the eldest daughter of the Duke of Stookley, and the Honourable Alistair Twick, the son, he says, of that... (laughs) senile old pantaloon, the Earl of Macquatta. And here they come now, the spotty, fat bride. (laughs) Her face uh, suffused with acne, clinging... (laughs) Desperately to the arm of old blubber lips, the chinless wonder. (laughs) What an array of glittering nobodies are here today. (laughs) Yes, what a waste of everybody's time. Still, if I do it often enough, I might cop for a knighthood.
0: Well,
3: this really is alarming. Uh, What do you think is
1: causing it?
0: We don't know, but it's affecting all sorts of people. Now, here's a transcript of a recent trial at the Old Bailey. The prisoner pleaded guilty to a charge of disorderly behaviour in a public place, but he was dismissed because the judge said and I quote Don't worry mate I've often done the same thing myself only of course being a judge nobody dared nick me for it
4: (laughs) What do you make of it
0: Brown Horrocks? Well obviously somebody's been getting at these people brainwashing them perhaps or giving them a truth serum The only link between all the victims is that they've all been patients at the same private rest home in Geneva It's an establishment run by Dr. Chu N. Ginsberg now, we want you to get out to Geneva, horn, and stop him.
3: Okay, Smith.
2: Yes, sir? Announce me to Geneva. Sir, some hours later, at the private nursing home of Dr. Choen Ginsberg in Geneva. Thank you, Smith. Nicely announced.
3: <laughs> I knocked on the huge front door. It opened, and standing there was the doctor's receptionist. Was this the lovely and desirable Ramona, the sultry temptress who had lured so many men to their doom in her arms? As if in answer to my unspoken thought, she said...
5: Yes, I am the lovely and desirable Ramona, <laughs> the such temptress who has lured so many men to their doom in my arms many, many times. <laughs> many, many,
3: many times. Oh, well, one more can't hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm. We, we clung together passionately. Mm. My mouth searched for hers and found it exactly where I'd suspected it would be. <laughs> Under her nose. She looked at me hungrily. I looked at her hungrily. Then she spoke, her voice little more than a hoarse whisper.
5: Would you like some sardines on toast?
3: Sardines later, when we break for tea. Mm. So, Smith,
2: Smith. Mm. Yes, sir. You know what's expected of you? Yes, sir. Three days later. Three days? (laughs) Three days later, Master Spy Horn shambled nimbly up the stairs to Dr. Chuen N. study. Come in. Ah, Chew N. We meet at last.
1: Yes, I've been hanging about here for 15 pages. <laughs> what brings you here, Horn?
3: I've tumbled your little caper.
1: Yes, I know. I heard the pair of you lurking about downstairs. <laughs> Most delightful lady. Now, Mr. Horn, would you care for some light refreshment? Say at the lug the link.
2: It would be lewd
3: to refuse.
1: I will summon my concubine. Let us blossom. <laughs> ah, let us blossom. Yes, gov. Carries her age well, doesn't she? Most gifted of all my geishas, skilled at the arts of provocative dancing. Would you care to see her perform sensual song and dance, telling age-old story of the love of sun god for Chinese maiden? Oh, well, thank you. Lotus Blossom?
0: Yes, God.
1: After two. A one. A two.
0: Oh, okey cokey cokey Knees bend, knees bend. Raw, raw. Raw. <laughs>
1: There, does that not turn your blood to fire? No. No? Strange. Never affects me either.
0: Perhaps a gent would care to sample one of my many other delights. I'd sooner have the drug drink, I think. <laughs> Suit yourself.
1: Of the delicate sake of the Cantonese region, as drunk by generations of my honorable ancestors. Let it be of a fragrant bouquet, so that as we sip, we may inhale the deep perfume of a thousand flowers. And while you're at it, bring us a couple of pole pies.
0: <laughs> yes, so oh mighty Mandarin, I hasten to do your bidding, cock.
1: <laughs> Thank you, precious. <laughs> Mr. Horn, tell me, what blings you here?
3: I've come to thwart your evil plan to inject everybody with your truth serum. You're mad, Doctor.
1: Do not call me mad! mad. I'm not mad! I'm not mad! mad. Irritable first thing in the morning, but not mad! (laughs) (laughs)
0: Here's your two pints of sake. The drugs in the one on the left. Oh, and here's your pies.
1: Thank you, darling. <laughs> so, Mr. Hahn, you wish to stop me? Well, life, Mr. Hahn, is like a game of chess. You understand the meaning of the term stalemate? Yes. Well, do not eat pies, stalemate. <laughs> you are not drinking your drugged drink. What's the matter? Is something wrong with it? No, no, no. Cheers. Bottoms up, Mr. Hahn.
3: Little did he know that I'd switched the glasses. He drank deeply, and then his face changed colour. He clutched as his throat. Uh, and then with a the last effort, he pulled himself up to his full height. Two foot three. <laughs> and towered over me. He was standing on the wardrobe. His face convulsed in anger. Uh,
1: so, Mr. Hahn, you may have beaten me this But you haven't heard the last of Dr. Chu N. Ginsberg M.A. failed Goodbye
3: (laughs) And with that he trod on a laugh which (laughs) Which gave way under his feet And he plunged headfirst into the lake And me, well my job was done But I still had some unfinished business to attend to I went downstairs to where Ramona was awaiting me She looked at me provocatively Her mouth a scarlet wound
5: Oh, you've come back I knew you would Yes
3: And you know what I want, Mm. my sardines on toast. (laughs) And now here are the Fraser Hayes 4 with a track from their new LP, Albert Schweitzer at the organ of the Tower Ballroom Blackpool. (laughs) Fraser Hayes 4.
4: Take good care of yourself, you belong to me. Take an apple every day, go to bed by three. Take good care of yourself, you belong to me. Be careful crossing streets, woo-hoo, don't eat sweets, woo-hoo, got out meat, woo-hoo, you'll get a pain and ruin your tum-tum. Free. Take care of yourself, you belong to me. You got a button, 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 every button on your overcoat.
5: When the wind is free,
4: take good care of yourself, you belong to me. When you see an apple, buy an
0: apple, eat an apple every day.
4: Go to bed by three.
0: Take good care of yourself, you belong to me.
4: Be careful, cry. You got to cut out me. You'll get a pain ruin your tum-tum You'll go out with fancy girls when you're on the spree Take good care of yourself, you belong to me When you're waking every morning, just remember to say An apple every day keeps the doctor awake Take care of yourself, you belong to me
2: And now, Trends.
3: First trends in the theatre, the nostalgia for the 30s continues. Soon to open in London's West End is yet another Noel Card revival. Blythe Laughter. (laughs) Starring Celia Backstroke and Albert Runt. Here is an excerpt from the play.
5: Excited, Charles.
0: Yes, Fiona. Intoxicatedly, flutteringly, half thunkingly, passionately excited. And yet somehow calm. <laughs> and you, Fiona?
5: Yes. I'm calm too. Resignedly, tranquilly, stoically, placidly calm. And yet somehow excited.
0: <laughs> I know. I know you know. I know you know, I
5: know. Yes, I know. (laughs) These poignant, bittersweet moments of shared happiness mean more to me than life itself. Who was it said, stolen fruit tastes the sweetest?
0: It was you, just now.
5: (laughs) Ah, that's where I heard it.
0: Oh, Fiona, I adore these mad, feverish... Turbulent, tempestuous moments of tremulous, simmering, volcanic, ungovernable madcap, frenzied, delirious, euphoric bliss. You're so provocatively tantalizing, so frequently thrilling,
5: so. so.
0: Oh, but I can't find the words. I know. I know, you know.
5: I know, you know. I know. know.
0: know. Yes. I know. But I must go now, Fiona. I have my
5: duty to do. Oh, Charles. Charles, my darling. You what? look so splendid in your uniform. <laughs> yes,
4: please. <laughs> please
5: go now before my husband comes back. <laughs> he would never understand.
0: And shall I see you again
5: tomorrow morning at the same time. And I'll have two extra pints, Milkman, and some cottage cheese. Milk
3: Well, I don't know about you, but personally I found that unutterably, inexpressibly, enchantingly, heart-flutteringly nauseating. <laughs> next, trends in music. Folk singers are still in, and none more so than our next guest, Rambling Sid (laughs) Rumpert.
1: Good evening. I since I was here last. I've been a rambling and a roving and a making a nuisance of myself. (laughs) All over the country, are uh, picking up her uh, folk songs, among other things. Magabounding <laughs> and a gypsying hither and thither. The starry sky, my sailing my only companion, my faithful guitar, and a bird called Charmian I picked up in a coffee bar. I <laughs> uh, rang me down. Cheer up, cheer up, a day, etc. And what are you going to sing for us today? This is an old gypsy clothes peg peddler's lament, which is sung by an old gypsy clothes peg. Peg peddler, wherever he's lamenting. <laughs> it tells the story of a handsome young gypsy who goes to this door uh, trying for, uh, to sell his pig pigs. <laughs> yes, and he says, Ah, Mrs., will you buy my pegs, oh? To which she replies, No, I will not buy of your pegs, oh. Clear off out of it, or I'll set a dog on you. Which he replies, Oh, all right then. And he goes, and then he sings this lament. <laughs> oh, Sybil, my Rudy, oh, Rooney, oh, ho, oh, Sybil, my Rudy, oh, day. Oh, who will treadle my thunder jug when I am far away? <laughs> the hippity hoppity lull, and a bickle day, bickle day rumble, oh. oh. <laughs>
3: Yes, thank you, Rambling Sid you. Very moving indeed, very moving. <laughs> well, on behalf of all the listeners, I'd just like to say a heartfelt good riddance. Now, <laughs> trends in modern living. Well, more and more fashionable people are flocking to unfashionable areas to live. Well, I don't like to feel I'm out of the swim, so when I saw an advertisement in one of the Sunday papers which read, Thinking of making a move, why not consult Boner Holmes estate agents? <laughs> I went along to their place in Chelsea.
0: <laughs> hello, anybody there? Oh, hello, I'm Julian. This is my friend, Sam. <laughs> We're Boner Home.
1: Actually, we're filling in here between, <laughs> between acting engagements on the telly. Yes. We just finished one together, you know. It was um, a soap commercial where I'm dancing with this girl in yards of net, you know. Not me, uh. <laughs> Anyway, Anyway, she's acting a bit funny towards me, and I can't understand why. So then Julian comes over and whispers something in my ear hole, and then I have a bath. <laughs>
0: Took his bath lovely, Mr Horn. Yes, lovely, wasn't it? Mm. Now, uh, what can we do for well, you?
3: I'm looking for a small townhouse somewhere in um, Islington, I thought.
0: Oh, you don't want Islington, do we, sir? No! <laughs> Islington,
1: Islington? Definitely not! Mm. Oh no, it's been tarted up out of all recognition. <laughs> but if you're looking for something really unspoiled, we've got some bonus slams in Brixton. <laughs> now, Brixton is still unspoiled, isn't it, Jules?
0: Mmm, right, Jules. Oh, fab.
1: Fab. <laughs>
4: I've
0: got a bonus slum property, just come in. Two up, two done, one out of the back. <laughs> Now that is really very nice. That's nice. That's nice. No. Well, h- how much?
1: Fifteen thousand.
0: Too dear. Well, what was you thinking of paying
3: then? Well, I thought about ten thousand.
1: Ten thousand! <laughs> Did you hear that? Well, Did you hear that? Did I hear? that okay? Now I like a good laugh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you won't get nothing for ten thousand unless you go further out. Got a nice conversion on the a one near Stevenage. Now, that stands right on the main road. That's nice, is not it? Oh, fantastic, you <laughs> loser!
1: And it's detached as well. We can recommend that highly, all on the one level. Well, you don't want to go climbing stairs at your age, do you? <laughs> can't,
0: can't be doing with that.
1: And it's very you. Oh. I mean, we really know it's you. I can see you living there. I can see him living there. How do you do? I thought you would. <laughs> I see when
0: it comes yes, in, it's I more says. your actual bijou, pied de terre, really, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's very cheap too. It's only eight thousand nine hundred, and uh, you only have to share part, part of the year. But they're very nice people. You like them very much. They're two old Irishmen. <laughs> but they will only be there during the winter when they're graveling. Graveling, oh, yes. What sort of a place is it then? Oh, didn't we tell you? It's a workman's art.
3: <laughs> well, naturally, I refused it. They did in the end fix me up with what I wanted—a townhouse. Trouble is, the town is Dumfries. <laughs> how shall I describe it? It's a sort of duplex, open-plan, converted slaughterhouse. <laughs> Still, it's near the station, I suppose. Well, that's it for this week, except to give you the results of last week's Limerick competition. Now, the winning entry came from Mr. W.A. Beecham of 77 Enfield Road, Fishponds, Bristol. It goes like this. Two nudists who lived in Foots Cray went out for a picnic one day. As one filled the kettle, he sat on a nettle and warmed up his cold consommé. (laughs) That's rather nice. Well, now, this week's competition begins with the following two lines. A sailor from near Portland, Bill once married a mermaid named Lil. I'll repeat that, a sailor from near Portland, Bill, once married a mermaid named Lil. And all you have to do is complete the following three lines, suggesting one of the many marital difficulties they may have encountered. And answers, please, on the postcard, to Round the Horn, care of the BBC London W1, and to the sender of the best entry goes this week's prize, a compendium of games, including a shove-hapenny board and a hapenny with instructions on how to shove it. (laughs) See you next week.
2: That was Round the Horn, starring Kenneth Horn, with Kenneth Williams, Hugh Paddock, Betty Marsden, and Bill Pertwee. On the musical side, you had the Fraser Hayes Four and Edwin Braden and the Hornblowers. The script was written by Barry Chalk and Marty Feldman and produced by John Simmons.